0: Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. This is a Friday. Hope everyone's had a great week back from Memorial Day weekend. It's the start of June as well. Hope you've got your processes to close out Q2 in place. And today I just want to talk about how being fired by the Atlanta Braves was the best thing that ever happened to me. The Atlanta Braves fired me. And they did so in the worst way possible. I want to take you back to 2001. I had a very successful senior campaign at William Mary. We won our conference. And I had the opportunity to be signed as a free agent after the draft. I did not get drafted. Uh, I was signed by the Atlanta Braves as a free agent. And I got to play in Danville, Virginia for the Danville Braves. And it was great. The uniforms for Danville were the exact same as the big league club the exact same design had Braves on the front. I had my name plate on the back and outside of AAU or fall ball. I never had my name on the back. And that's one of the things my dad really loved was seeing O'Kelly stick out on my shoulders as I walked around on the field. And it was great. Um, I definitely got an inside view into professional sports and professional baseball that I did not have before. And that is a topic for another day, but what I wanted to talk about was how the getting fired by the Atlanta Braves was the best thing that ever happened to me at the time. It wasn't my life was crumbling. I was at a party uh, in Williamsburg. I had an extra semester. I underloaded during the baseball seasons. And so I had credits to make up. So I went four and a half years at school and I'd already left the program, so I was no longer affiliated with William Mary Baseball. So I was a real student, a real college student for one semester. And it was great to actually be a college student without having the pull of sports, because being a college athlete was a full-time job, and I didn't have that anymore. So I could train, and I could practice, and I could work out on my own. But it was the second week of being back at school, about two weeks after I had left the club, We had games all the way up through the start of school and I get a call from my parents. I had just gotten a cell phone that spring. It was a little Sprint flip phone and it was terrible. It had horrible service and I fired them and I went to Verizon and got a new phone. Sprint lost a customer for life because I literally have never left Verizon since that day, 2001. I'm sorry, 2002 is when I fired Sprint. So for 20 years, I have been a loyal Verizon customer and I probably will never leave. And Sprint lost me, but I won't go into that either right now. That's too long of a story. I want to keep it brief. I was at a party on a Saturday night. I get a call from my parents. And if if you know, if you get a call from your parents and you see it, you answer it. And I said, is everything okay? That's the first thing I said. Is everything okay? Why are you calling me on a Saturday night? And they said, well, we just wanted to let you know in case you haven't heard we don't, we don't want you to hear this from anybody else. The Braves have released you, also known as being fired. And I was like, what? Where did you see that? And they said, baseballamerica.com. Now, take it back to 2002. We still had dial-up internet. We still had AOL. It was a big thing. So my parents saw it on baseballamerica.com. It was under the transaction page. And the Braves had released 60 to 70 ball players. Now, one of the reasons why was they were acquired that summer by Time Warner. And Time Warner, in cost-cutting measure, they got rid of two ball clubs. So right there off the bat, 60 ball players had to be released. The Atlanta Braves had, at the time, the most minor league ball clubs. They had nine. They had developmental in uh, Dominican Republic. They had more developmental in Florida. So Time Warner buys it, and you know they think, well, how can we cut costs? Let's get rid of two ball clubs right off the bat. And I was one of them. Now I, I did not have the greatest summer. I probably would have gotten released anyway, but it was horrible because I didn't even get a chance to go to spring training. And that is really, that's only the only regret, not a regret, but the only thing I wished I would have gotten a chance was to go to spring training, to go with the rest of the Braves organization. And one of my buddies from my team, he went to spring training and then was released about two weeks into spring training, but he said it was amazing. He so it was one of the best experiences of his life. It's okay. I mean, look, You know, I know a lot of people want to play professional sports and I got a chance to, I got paid for playing baseball and I continued for another year and a half in independent ball. So I don't have any regrets with my baseball career. You know, looking through the rear view, it's always 2020. You should always look through the front windshield. And that's how I view my baseball career. I don't look back with anything I could have, would have, should have, because those decisions are perfect. But in the moment you have to just go with what you're dealt with. And so the reason why this was the best thing that ever happens to me is because up until that point, I had overcome so much and had a lot of success in sports that I just thought, if I just go ahead and do what I'm doing, I'm going to have more success. And that isn't necessarily the case. Sometimes you need to have a dose of reality. In this case, this was a big dose of reality. You just didn't perform well enough. And what this did though, is it it stuck with me that I have to prepare more. I have to be better prepared. And also asking the question, am I prepared enough? But one of the things, if you play baseball that you don't have with other sports is you don't have super hungry children from impoverished countries that want to play your sport and are willing to play it every day since they're old enough to hold a bat. You know, in America, I didn't pick up year round baseball to my senior year in high school when I was 18, I get to the Braves and there are kids from the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, um, Carousel, Cuba. Um, they literally, since the age of five, they've played baseball year round. Think about how far ahead they are skill wise than me. And I still held my own. And to this day, I always wonder if I had played baseball every day, like they did since the age of five, where would I be? Well, you just, you don't know what you don't know. And I don't believe that if I had done that, I would have been as successful. I think I would have been burnout. But I think my point is I did not realize the competition and the level of competition it took to compete at that level. It takes a lot. It's not about skill. It's not about how many home runs you could hit or the or the distance. It is, are have you put in the work before you get into the situation? So translate what I just said into your sales career. Have you prepared properly? Have you put in the work behind the scenes? Not just showing up and making your sales calls. You're never going to grow and get better if all you are doing is performing the act. And the reason why is your form is going to slip. You have to constantly be practicing. If you just go out and you just, if you're golfers, And go out and just play golf and not go to the driving range. Over after a while, your swing is going to start to change. Same thing with baseball, same thing with basketball. If you just show up and play games, you're probably not going to be as good as you can. Sales is no different. You have to be an athlete of sales, you have to be a professional at your craft. You have to work on it. You have to read books. You have to buy courses. You have to have mentors. You have to follow professionals who have paved the way, learn from their mistakes, learn from my mistakes and don't make them. If I had not been fired by the Atlanta Braves, I probably, well, I don't know. I may not have learned the lessons that I learned, which was at the time I was extremely angry. It was, I'll be honest, pretty shitty how the Atlanta Braves told me. They actually, they didn't tell me. I received a letter about four months later, maybe three months later. That's how I found out. Not a phone call. They didn't, they had all my information. They didn't call me. I got a letter to my house letting me know that I was released out of my contract. When I saw it on Baseball America, I called my agent. I called not the agent. I'm sorry. I called the guy who signed me from who was the scout that signed me at the time for the Braves. I think his name was JJ Picola. JJ now is a high up with the Kansas City, Kansas City Royals. And I said, JJ, on Baseball America, it says that I've been released, but I've heard nothing from the Braves. Can you verify this? He goes, Really? Okay, yeah, let me find out. You know, I th- guess it was maybe a day later. Yeah, Mike, you've been released. Um, I guess they haven't had a chance to inform anybody. I, d- I didn't realize they'd released it to uh, Baseball America yet. So they basically released it online. It's kind of like you see now when players get released on Twitter or they get traded. And they're just like, wow, I guess I just, I guess I just got traded. I'm the last person to know. Well, a lot of times that does happen in the business world, but that is a lesson I also learned is that things will happen and you're not going to be in the room to defend yourself. You're not going to be in the room to sell yourself. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that you have done everything you can to, to shed your best light in the room where the decision happens. Um, but, but, but getting fired by the Braves, it made me realize that just because I wanted it, it's not enough. Desire is not enough. If you want to be the best in sales and you want to be the best manager, you can't just desire to be the best. You have to work on it. You have to study. You have to practice over and over and over again. The sales landscape is changing. Are you changing with it or are you just rolling with the tide? Guess what happens if you roll with the tide? You're going to get dumped on the beach on your butt. You don't want that. So, hopefully this is giving you something to think about. I know that the firing of the Atlanta Braves, I wear it proudly. I'm not I don't shy from it. Um I sucked. <laughs> I hit 200 that summer. I went on a really bad slump in the end of the season. I went 0 for my last I think 16 or la- or 0 for 17. I think before that I was hitting just above 250, which is respectable, but I just was physically exhausted. And what I hadn't done was I hadn't prepared my body to not only play a full college season, which was almost 70 games, but then to come back around and play another 75 of minor league baseball. So from January to August, I played 140 some games of baseball. That's a lot, especially when my body wasn't used to that. And so, um, like I said, what 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 being fired by the braves taught me was to be more proactive was to take more action before beforehand not to sit back and just have everything happen around me or to me but to take action i recommend you do the same and analyze what you're doing in your sales process in your business are you sitting back or are you being aggressive think about that and if you're not there's plenty of ways that you can be more aggressive and go after what you want if you want to be number 1 There are pathways to success. They include books, courses, mentors, training, utilizing technology to help optimize your day, rhythm AI, and various other other things. Getting around the people that you want to emulate, like-minded people, that's the pathway to success. And I may not have learned that if the Atlanta Braves had not fired me. So I thank them for that. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your Friday and you have a great weekend preparing for the next week. You've got a couple weeks left in Q2. It's never too early to start thinking about Q3 and Q4. What are your plans? What are your goals for the rest of the year? Don't wait until the beginning of Q4 and then say, oh my gosh, and then sprint to the finish. Prepare right now. For what you want to achieve over the next six plus months, put a plan out in place and then put your systems and processes in place as well so you can get there. Wish you nothing but the best of success and reach out to the show. You can reach out to me at mike at rhythmai.com or mike at survivingoutsidesales.com with any questions, comments, if you want to be on the show. Um, the rhythm professional plan is just $1 for the first month. If you're in outside sales, It's just a dollar. Give it a try. And if it works for you, you can be like a lot of the other users. You can win President's Club. Because a lot of the people that use Rhythm make it to President's Club. So thank you so much for listening. Please like, download, share the show. Share this. Reach out and share this to two or three friends of yours. And then have a conversation about it. And think to yourselves, am I doing enough? and hold each other accountable. So thank you so much. Hope you have a great rest of Friday and the weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. This has been Surviving Outside Sales. Thanks.